Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Menominee Falls Little League Baseball today. You don't feel like you can go play baseball today. It's a little bit cold and windy, but I'm telling you, guys like Larry Hanson and Eric Lilac, they'll figure out a way. Guys, how are you? Larry, it's nice to meet you. Great to meet you, Mike. You're the vice president of baseball, and you coach the 11- and 12-year-olds, correct? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, how I, is... I, I coach our U11 team in our Falls Aces program, which oh. Aaron will talk about here in a minute. So it is different, uh, the Aces program compared to the Little League program? Two, uh, two different programs? Correct. Uh, okay. The Aces is a travel program that's associated with our Little League. Uh, everybody on our Aces program plays in the Little League. Okay. And then this is an extension for kids that want more development. Is it almost a feeder program? Uh, Little League, a feeder program for the Aces program, or is the Aces program for for kids that 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 feel like they want more baseball and 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 better competition? Yeah, I would say that's accurate. Uh, it's not really a feeder program, but we do have a large pool of players to find our Aces players because it's associated with our Little League. And Aaron Lilac, you're the vice president of the travel program. Um, let's talk about uh, about that, and we'll get into the difference, and we'll talk about uh, the Aces because I think it's important that, especially in an area like Menominee Falls, you, you guys have one of the largest Little Leagues in the country as far as, as, far as kids being involved, correct? Yeah, I, I, we're the largest within our district. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's absolutely imperative that, that we keep kids involved with baseball as long as we can. And I, I, I would assume, and, and maybe this is me assuming, but w- with the amount of travel teams that have popped up pretty much on almost every other corner, um, you, you need to have something for your kids' Menominee Falls so they don't head out to some different communities to be able to get their travel ball. Yeah, that's a that's a fair statement. I, I think uh, one of the founding goals of, of our ACES program is really to develop our Little League program uh, to a higher level. So, you know, we have a goal and it, it may not come to fruition, you know, in the near future, but we want to take our, our 12-year-old team out to Williamsport. So, you know, that that's really the heart of why we've developed this program. Yeah, oh boy, that's a, that's a, a big goal. Yeah. Right. I mean, you you might if you go big or go home. I guess is is what the thought is. Um, Larry, how long have you been involved with Menominee Falls Little League and, and the Aces program? Uh, this will be my fifth season with the Little League. This will be my second year with the Aces program. The Aces program is going into its third season. Okay. And the first year, I I was there. I helped evaluate players at tryouts, but I didn't coach or I wasn't really involved. I just evaluated players at tryouts. So what was your reason to get involved with Menominee Falls Little League? Um, well, it's funny. I don't have a son in the program. I have a 22-year-old daughter who okay. doesn't like sports. Oh, okay. So, so perfect fit for you. <laughs> absolutely. I'm just a huge baseball guy. Oh, that's good for huge you. Huge baseball nerd. I, I started coaching when I was in my 20s when I was in Illinois a friend of mine asked me to help help him coach a little league team because his kid was playing, and I just loved it. I absolutely loved it. And when I moved here, I had some things that I couldn't do it because of work, and I went back to college. But once that was all clear, and I had a eight to five job again, I 
I wanted to get back into it, and I'm really glad I did. Where Where do you work? What do you do? I'm the associate editor for the Catholic Herald newspaper. You are. How's business? Good. It, it could eh, be better. Yeah. We're in print, so you know it, we have our struggles. It's tough. It yeah, is tough. It is tough right now because everything's online, and and I, I'm a sales rep here at the radio stations, and for us to, you know, we I I sell against print a lot, and um, it. It's a different. It certainly is is always needed, I believe, and I think you guys are gonna be fine. So, yeah, that's good. It's good good to hear. Yeah, that, well, that's just me telling you that, but I don't, I don't know any of that stuff. So, Aaron, how long have you been involved? Oof. Um, geez, it's got to be uh, maybe six years, seven years. I, it's been a, a while that I've been with the little league. So, uh, we moved back from Fond du Lac, where there's not really a, a whole lot of baseball available. And uh, once we got here, we got hooked in, and um, did you, know, you really happy about that? Did you grow up in this area? I grew up in West Dallas. Okay, and then uh, Hale or, or Central? Central. Yeah, you're yeah. a bulldog. Yeah, all the way, baby. All, it, 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 all the way. <clears throat> good for you. Where'd you go to school, Larry? Uh, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, so I okay. went to Gresham High School, home of the Gophers, home the mighty Gophers. Yeah, that's I, I didn't know that before, but I, I know it now. And then and you grew, uh, you spent some time in Illinois. So are you a Packer fan or what are you? I, I am a Packer fan. I grew up in Portland, and I didn't really like any Seattle teams. That was kind of like Milwaukee and Chicago. So right. I was a Blazers fan, but couldn't get into the Seahawks or the Mariners. So what? Um, any baseball in that area? Uh, I know Tacoma, the Rainiers. I know there's some some minor Port- league baseball. Portland had the Beavers, but okay. they went away about a decade ago when Portland got really into MLS. Right, but. Earlier this week, the Portland Diamond Project bought some land on the on the river in Portland for a possible expansion team. So. How did you become such a b- big baseball freak? It's the greatest game on earth. I understand it is, but it, you know, a lot of times when I'm talking to guys that are 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 in love with baseball, it's because they followed that team that played three blocks, or you know, that they, they, there was always that that team that they followed. You know. Growing up in the late 70s, it was this week in baseball and then the NBC Saturday game of the week. Showing my age, and, that's and okay. And Monday Night Baseball with Howard Cosell. That was all we had. That was all we had. My grandfather was a uh, he was an usher at County Stadium for the Braves. And that's how, for me, um, we would go and he, he would be up in the mezzanines and he would make us wait till the third inning until he was sure that the people were not going to sit in the seats. And then he'd sit us down and give us a little popcorn and some peanuts and say, be quiet and watch the game. You know, I don't want to, don't, don't cause any trouble here. Just sit down and watch the game. And I look, baseball for me, this, this season with the Brewers in this community was unbelievable. I don't believe that I've ever been that intense at the end of my chair for every pitch for a six week span, like I was for this. You, you guys that, you know, are in the game must have enjoyed that as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every game it was appointment viewing, you know, and I get up early on weekdays and so kind of cut into my sleep for about a month. Yeah. Join join the club. I think there's a lot of us in the in that club. Hey, let's uh if we can, um, Aaron, let's talk a little bit about about the, the travel program and I'll focus a lot of, of my questions for you on 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 that travel program, but you're well versed in both oh, yeah. in, the, in the Little League side. Um, one of the reasons that we do this show is for us to kind of pull the curtain back a little bit. So other people that are involved in youth sports and on the board and are coaching might be able to pick up some things the way you guys do it 
that they're struggling with. So let me get through those types of questions before we get to a break here in a couple of minutes. Um, what's the what's the cost to, to, to be involved in the Little League side? What's the cost to be involved on the Aces? Um, all in, you're probably uh, six twenty five, I believe, is our all in cost. So that's on the Aces. That's Aces and Little League. All of it combined. <clears throat> Correct. And, and what age do you start with the with uh, with the Aces? So we we start at nine and we go through fourteen. Uh, we have one team at each of those age groups. Um, Little League, obviously, we're we're starting from four years old, three, four. Uh, T-ball. Yeah, and working all the way through 16. I think those guys that coach uh, T-ball should get extra pay. Because I I have three grandsons, and I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I I would be – I I coached a little baseball years ago, and I was better at like that 6th, 7th, 8th grade um, years than I was at, at, you know, four- and five- and six-year-olds. I, I struggle with the kid that's pink and dan lines out in right field. Yeah, I had a, I had a hard time with that. Um, so th- that's the cost. Did you guys, uh, you guys obviously have tryouts for the aces, and you cut players. Yeah, we do. And just to back up on that cost, that you're getting anywhere between thirty and forty games for that between little league travel, uh, and then if you're on an all star team through the little league, you're getting another set of games on top of that. Is there an additional cost for uniforms and stuff? Or is nope. that all in? No, it's all included. And you guys fundraise with with one of my favorite people in the world, Tony Absolutely. Resch from Raising the Stakes Fundraising, who has been a he's a big partner with me and a sponsor on a lot of the shows that I do. And I think that I, I don't think there's anybody that does it better than he does. No, we agree. He he leads our, our largest fundraiser every year. And if we didn't have a good partnership like that, we wouldn't be able to add the facility that we added over the last year. Um, and we wouldn't be able to keep adding equipment and technology into our facilities. Fundraising, um, is it a requirement for these families? It is not. It's all optional. It's all optional. Which is amazing because, uh, you know, you say it's optional and we still raise a very large amount of funds through that. So. I wonder if maybe, you know, it's interesting. I wonder if maybe that's the ticket to say, look, it's optional. Not you have to and stick your finger at everybody and say you have to do this. Maybe the idea that you guys have, which is, hey, look, we need the help. It's optional. Help us out. And maybe that that soft sell and that soft way of getting people to help you, because a lot of people have sat in your chairs and have said, look, here's the problem we have. Very difficult to fundraise and very difficult to find volunteers. You guys have a problem with volunteers? No. Uh, in fact, from the <laughs> coaching standpoint, this year we ran into an issue uh, not being able to find coaches for one of our teams on the ACES side. But on all of the other age levels, we were turning away people to be coaches. So we, we don't really have uh, a huge, uh, from the ACES perspective, right. we don't have a, a huge problem with that. Uh, on the fundraising piece? Yeah. I mean – we show them the value proposition too if they do fundraise and they can see it especially the people who've been in the aces program for two three years now what do they see they see equipment technology i mean cutting edge technology that we're going to talk about that other youth programs aren't using so they can see the value proposition that if they participate so yeah we do soft sell it but they also see the value and we we had somebody come in on the volunteer side and uh, and she said look Five percent, ninety five percent of the people do ninety percent of the work. It's just like church, and that was the issue that they had. 
Then I had other people that came in and said, look, our, our parents, as long as we don't ask them to volunteer while their son or daughter is playing, we're golden. Everybody's willing to give us two, three, four hours, man the concessions, cook the burgers, you know, um, uh, line the field, stuff like that. Yeah, from a Little League perspective, uh, that's that's the same obstacles that we run into. But all, all in all, we, we have a very dedicated uh, community who's who's willing to do those things to to help the the health of the program. One of the things that we do with the the fundraising, though, to get back to that, is we incentivize our our kids and our families to do things. So you know, if they sell a certain amount of things, we'll give them something back, whether that's an added tournament or equipment or whatever that may be. So uh, we really try and incentivize them to to help us out well you guys are the first to tell me that that fundraising is optional and to, to say that you guys are still having a lot of success i'm hoping the people that have asked me to do the show and other youth the other youth organizations maybe this is maybe that's the key let's make it optional and see what see what happens hey you guys brought in a couple of players that we're going to talk to in the next segment caden and luke um why these two well uh <laughs> First off, uh, we build relationships with all of our kids. Right? Good. So that's our first step. And over, Caden's uh, been with the ACES program for uh, since the beginning, uh, the, three years ago now. And uh, just to watch this kid grow um, as a not just as a baseball player but as a person is is an amazing thing. And can he hit a little bit? Oh, he can crush. Yeah. 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 He can rake his, as you guys oh, say in your rakes. business. Yep. He rakes and He's got and a Luke big rake. and Luke. Uh, Luke, Luke's in his second year with the program and he's one of the most talented kids we have, but by the way he carries himself and with his humility, you would never know it. What grade is Luke in? We'll find out. You know what? We're going to talk to them on the other side. In fact, we're going to, I'm going to have you guys go to the couch and I'm going to talk to Caden. How does Caden pronounce the last name? Schnickel. Caden Schnickel and Luke. Blimel. Blimel. Man, you couldn't have brought me a Smith and a Jones, huh? <laughs> Thanks boys. We're going to talk to Caden and Luke. On the other side of the break, we're talking Menominee Falls Little League, and we're talking Menominee Falls Aces. That's their travel program. Um, as we're talking about them, you can go to their website, fallslittleleague.org. Fallslittleleague.org. And when you get to there, there's a place to look a bunch of uh, bunch of information up on the Aces as well. But you want to start at that website, fallslittleleague.org. And we had talked a little bit about uh, technology and you guys won an award, and we're going to talk about that in the third segment. Make sure I don't uh, forget that, because that's a big thing that you guys are doing. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan and Mike McGivern. We're talking about Nominee Falls Little League Baseball. And I've uh, taken Aaron and Larry and put them off onto the couch. We're talking to two uh, young players. Well, one's a ninth grader. Uh, Luke, Luke, it's nice to see you. How are you? Luke, you're in fifth grade, right? Yeah. Fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pointing at, uh, at Caden and I'm talking about him, but then I need to talk to you first. Where do you go to school? Valley View. Yeah, Valley View. Good school. You a good student? Yeah. You like your teacher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's your teacher's name? Mr. Rob. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're a good student. Um, you've been playing baseball now two years? Uh, for the, for, for the, for the, the 
Literally, Literally yeah. What, what position do you like playing the most? Pitcher and catcher. You can throw it a little bit? Yeah. You know, catchers are a different breed. You know that. You guys that like to catch, put the uniform on, uh, you guys are a different breed. I've got a brother that he's older than me, and he's still catching. He's down in Florida, and he plays on three different hardball teams. And I said, can you, th- can you throw guys out anymore? He said, yeah, they're not as fast as they used to be. They're 60-some years old. I can one-hop it and get these guys out. Um so you're just throwing fastballs, though, right now at your age. You're not trying any of that other stuff, right? Well, we are actually working on change-ups. Okay, that's no problem there. You don't want to be throwing any curveballs or any of that yet. Too young for that, right? Yeah. Cool. Hey, um, Caden, you've been with uh, the Aces for three years from the get-go. Yeah, you're a great. freshman at Menominee Falls High School? Yes. yes yeah, I'm good student? Yeah, I'd like to think so. Yeah, take care of your business in the classroom? Yeah. What position do you like playing on the baseball I'm a corners guy and uh, sometimes pitcher. Yeah, the yeah. third, first, and and uh, and you throw a little bit. They bring you in late in the game. Then you throw a little heat. Uh yeah. I'm a usually yeah sometimes. Yeah. What uh, are you a multi-sport athlete? Or are you strictly a baseball kid? Well, I'm strictly like baseball. I also do like other stuff like you know trap shooting and stuff like that. I so I tried that once. Yeah. It's horrible at it. Yeah. Just horrible at it. You need to teach me how to do that. Um. When did you start playing baseball at a really young age? Yeah, yeah, I did. So like t-ball, all that. Yeah, I did uh, rec when I was about three, I believe, and then uh, started t-ball when I was four. I've been playing baseball since. Ever since, um, and you hit the ball pretty well, according uh, to Aaron and and, and to uh, to Larry. They said uh, you can hit the ball pretty well. Good size kid. So you you uh, you a fastball hitter? You a, you don't mind hitting junk? What? Yeah, whatever they put down. You stay in there on curveballs? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, uh, that was always a problem for me. Yeah, fastballs I was okay with, and quicker hands, but, man, those curveballs had me, had me buckling. Those knees buckle pretty quick. Um, what about the Aces program um, for you, Caden? Do you like, like, you like the travel part of it? Yeah, that's, that's a big part of it. Um, you know, I've, I've been in Little League for 10 years. Right. And with Aces, you know, we get to travel a lot more. It's been... It's been a great experience. Um, sure. The kind, the competition you're playing against obviously goes up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it does. Where is the if you could go right now to to uh, a place where you guys have traveled to and played? Like, what's your favorite? Where do you like going? Uh, well, last year we went to Iowa, and that was that was just a blast. We went to the Field of Dreams. What? Hey, how was that? It was it was a lot of fun for yeah. sure. We didn't actually get to, you know, play baseball there. We did a home run derby on the actual field. But then the actual tournament was. Did was, you hit any? Uh, no, I no? was not. But uh, we have another kid on our team. He got second. Did he really? Yeah, he's he's phenomenal as well. Man, are you a long ball hitter? Or are you more of a you hit on on the line and try to gap it? You know, I I usually hit him on the line. Um, but I mean, never really been known for the super long ball. But yeah, where, where do you normally hit in the lineup? Um, I'm usually uh clean up sometimes. Um, okay. never really a starter. You know. Yeah. Uh. But you've been right there, especially on a travel team. Um, hey, Luke, so your your hope is to, to to play for the Aces one day, right? Yeah, I already do. Oh, you do? Yeah. So, okay. So, and how old are you? Oh, uh, I'm 11. So you're 11, and you like to pitch and catch. When you played for the Aces, do you guys travel at the, at an early age, like like 11? Do you guys yeah, go? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, where where have you guys gone? Germantown. And I forgot the other place. That's okay. How do you guys have a good team? Oh uh, yeah, we improved a lot. You did from last year. Yeah. Same group of kids that you played little league with are the same kids that play on the Aces, or do you have different kids? 
for, for like mo- my team. Yeah. No, in Little League, we're all, like, split apart. Okay. Um, Did you know early on that baseball was – and are you a multi-sport athlete? Do you play other sports? Yeah, I play basketball and football. You do? Do you have a favorite? Uh, It's either baseball or basketball. Depends on the season, probably. Um, How's your basketball team look this year? Uh, Yeah, we're good. You're pretty good. You're a point guard? Yeah, I'm a guard. point guard and a shooting guard. Yeah, I'm a. I've been coaching basketball. This is my 36th year, so I've been doing that a long time, and I like I like point guards. Those kids that that understand the game really well, getting gaps and kick it. I I love the fact that you're kind of a point guard and a cat, and you like to be a catcher as well. Similar because you want to be kind of in charge of what's going on out there. Do you have older brothers? Yeah, I have one older brother. He's a sophomore in high school. See a baseball player as well. Is he an athlete? Yeah, he plays baseball and basketball. So you watched him growing up thinking that's the kind of stuff you wanted to do. Um, did you know when you first started p- playing baseball that that was something that you might fall in love with? Yeah. You are good at it right away? Yeah. You uh, you, you as well? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah you, you, uh, you can throw it, and as you're out there playing catch, you knew that this was going to be for me. Um, hey, when we talk about – the Little League program in Menominee Falls, not the Aces, but when you were growing up playing T-ball and that, the, the, the respect that people from outside of Menominee Falls had for the way that your stuff is run and the coaches that you guys have and the fun that you have and, and how competitive you are is really high. So people look at what you guys doing, are doing in Menominee Falls when it comes to Little League baseball, and they say, man, these these guys do it right. Um, we, I, I would assume two hours before game time, you get excited about, okay, let's get to the park. Let's get this thing going. Oh, yeah, for sure. I live, like, right down the road from the park. Yeah. So I usually, you know, take a walk down there. It's it's always a lot of fun. You you, too, you get excited about it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, basketball, or if you had to play a game and it was uh, you had a basketball game or a baseball game to play, how hard would that be for you to pick? Well, it would be, yeah, it would be a lot hard. Yeah, because if you if you had a practice and a game, you would pick the game, right? Uh huh. You guys like going to practice? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like working on like what we need to. Do you guys go to the batting cages a lot? Stuff like that. You there's a place for you guys to go hit, right? Right, yeah. being part of Menominee Falls. Yeah, we have the launch pad. Yeah, which you is new. you get a chance to get over there. Is it nice? Oh yeah, it's it's amazing over there. Have yeah. you you've been there? I live like two minutes away from it. Oh, that's perfect. So if the doors are open. How does that work? You guys, do you get it? You have to set an appointment, or can you go in and hit? No, we we have practice there. Oh, you do. Uh huh. So is and you can feel. I'm sure you can't hit fly balls, right? Because it's indoors. But ground balls, and you get a lot of swings in. Yeah, we have batting cages in there, and actually, like about an hour after this, we have practice. Or I have practice. You, today? Yeah. No basketball this weekend. Well, I have basketball practice too today, and then I have <laughs> two games tomorrow. Basketball is your mom who who gets you to all these things? Your mom, dad, brother, who? Yeah, normally my mom and dad. Yeah, are they listening right now? You think? Yeah, my mom probably is. Good, but my big brother, he's playing a basketball game right now. So your dad might be at the game. Well, your mom's gonna be really proud of you because uh, you, you you need to thank her this weekend. Give her a hug and say, "Mom, thanks a lot for getting me to all these things." Because if she said. I know I, I know some people that say, look, I'm not in the sports, so I'm not gonna I'm not involved in that part of my kids' lives. And the fact that your mom, how about for you, same thing? 
Oh yeah, yeah. My parents are just amazing. They go to all my games. Do they? You know, yeah. Can you supportive. hear them in the stands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, uh, my son played basketball, and my wife would never sit next to me during his games. She said I didn't cheer correctly. I don't think that's very nice to you. Yeah. No, because that's because I'm pretty loud, and she th thinks that I yell at referees too much. Guys, I really thank you, um, Caden and Luke. You guys are really good ambassadors for this this uh, Menominee Falls Little League and Menominee Falls Aces program. Um, I appreciate you guys bringing me the hat. I'm going to wear the hat uh, that you guys gave me, um, and and I'll try to get out to a game come summertime, and you'll hear me in the stands. I'll be yelling, Luke, uh, swing the bat. Come on, Luke, throw a strike, and you'll be like, who is saying that? And it'll be me. Luke and Caden, thank you so much for your time. We're going to get to your break. Other side of the break, we'll get back with Aaron and, and Larry, Larry Hansen and Eric Lilac, and we'll talk a little bit more about Menominee Falls Little League. We're going to talk about this technology award that they've won. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGivern, and we're talking Menominee Falls Little League. Aaron, uh, Aaron Lilac, Larry Hanson, guys, Caden and Luke, really good choices. Well, what nice young men they are and comfortable and just look me in the eye and, and, and talk about, you know, their love for the game of baseball. So thank you so much for bringing those two guys in. As we're talking, fallslittleleague.org. Fallslittleleague.org is the website. Um, registration coming up December 15th through February 16th. Um, the nice thing we have going on in Menominee Falls is we can fill a gap in Northwest Milwaukee or in some of the suburban areas in that area that don't have baseball programs for kids. We accept kids from outside our boundaries to play in our little, not league. everybody does that. Right. So if, if somebody is outside of the, so somebody that lives in Milwaukee and they want to play in the Menominee Falls Little League. They can go ahead and do that. Is there an additional cost to them? There's no additional cost for that. I've coached a set of three brothers that have all lived in northwest Milwaukee, so I've coached one after the other on those three brothers. So. Good players? Pretty good ball players. The yeah. youngest, the best, or how does that work? Well, the, the oldest was pretty good. Was he really? The first one was really good, and the second one was pretty good, too. Good. And you never. the third one might develop. Yeah, and I think you guys would believe and, and, and agree with me that you never know at early age who's going to develop. You know, in, in the in the basketball world, you know, I, I have a problem with, with the coaches that have a 5'10", 7th grader that think that, you know, he's he has to play with his back to the basket all the time because the, the guy might not be – he may stop growing at 6 feet, and now he's a sophomore in high school. He's never played facing the basket. What is What is your policy, especially at an early age – do you, do you pigeonhole kids as he's a shortstop, he's a second baseman, he's a pitcher, or do you let kids figure that out, or do you as coaches develop them at all different positions? Well, when I'm coaching at the majors level in Little League, my kids get to play anywhere they want during the regular season because the thing we do that's very kid-friendly is we don't seed our postseason tournament. We pick pairings before the season even starts, so – in March, I know in July I'm going to be playing, for instance, the Dodgers in the first round of the tournament. Okay. So those regular season games, 
doesn't matter if we win or lose. Right. It, it's about getting the kids ready for July for that tournament. When you say majors, what is that? That's 11-12? Correct. Okay. And and registration for, for all of Little League is, is opening on the 5th, 15th, correct? Correct. Um, so, that's four-year-olds through 16. And we also have a challengers program for developmentally disabled kids. Okay. Which is really neat to watch. They play on Friday nights at our complex. Ted, can we, and you know what? That's a great – thank you for doing that. And thank you for, for talking about it because it's really important that that people understand. So if, if kids that, that feel like – they, they're they're physically disabled to play in a regular little league. You guys give them a chance to get a feel for get get on the diamond. Let's compete a little bit. Right. It's really neat seeing kids, like, for instance, in a wheelchair, and somebody's put they're, they're swinging the bat, and then they hit the ball, and they're smiling and very happy. And oh. somebody's pushing them around in the wheelchair. Those games are such a blast to watch. And you know what? You're you're um, you're teaching these kids to fall in love with a game, obviously that you have fallen in love with. Um, that's for sure. The registration part of this that opens on December 15th, online registration. Correct. Make it easy, right? You know, online registration. And, and if you're just going to be part of the Little League part, so like T-ball, um, uh, four- and five-year-olds in single A, $175 for one player, 150 for the second player, 125 for the third player. So if you've got three kids in that age group – it's not like you're you're not getting a break for having all three kids play. Is it co-ed? Uh, T-ball's co-ed, and then once they're seven, we split them off into baseball and softball. But we've had girls who've played hardball. Yeah, they. It's interesting. I I uh, I didn't think too much about fast pitch softball. I thought, well, come on, you know, I played enough softball. I played hardball in my life, and uh, we we're doing a segment for a TV show I do called Around the Corner with John McGivern. And we were in Fort Atkinson, and we we're talking girls softball. And I said, "Who's the big pitcher I keep hearing about?" This girl said, "It's me." I said, "Warm up, because I'm gonna get in the batter's box. I'm gonna take you deep." She said, "Really?" Her whole persona changed. She went from being this really nice, kind to this. You're not touching my stuff. And that first pitch, I never saw it. It hit the glove before I saw it, and I thought, "Ooh, I'm in trouble. I've completely outstepped my boundary on this thing." And I hit one to the second baseman, and she was angry. And I said, you're angry at that? She said, I don't want you touching my stuff. A lot of respect for girls softball at this point because, uh, yeah, I, I'm certainly not good enough to, to play in that. Um, when these kids come as T-ball and they start to develop, the competition to keep them in your program has never been higher, right? I mean, there's, there's, there's travel, basketball, there's volleyball. There's so many things kids can do. At my age, it was you played baseball during the baseball season – you stopped and then you played, you know, whatever. If you played football, then you played football and you stopped and then you played basketball. That's not the case anymore. You guys compete with a lot of different things. Yeah, I, I think that the way that we combat that is we have, uh, you know, really 12 months of baseball opportunity within our program. So our Little League season goes from April through pretty much the end of July. Uh, but if you're in the ACES program, you're playing a tournament in August, uh, and we start doing camps and clinics and things like that back in September. So, I mean, some of these kids today, uh, this week, are, are getting five or six days worth of baseball, and, and it's November. So, Yeah, is that – are we burning them out at all? or? So, yeah, that you always have to walk that fine line, right? So we, when we start our practices in November, they're 100% optional for every single kid. 
and we don't mandate that they come to practice until we hit spring after basketball season is over. Okay. We want to play friendly with all of the other sports. Um, Good. Those kids that don't have those uh, those other sports that they're playing and they want to come and develop, we, we've got the tools to do it. Hey, I know the, uh, the rivalry between Menominee Falls and Sussex when it comes to high school sports. Is there the same thing in, in Little League and travel? Because they got a pretty good program there, don't they? They have a travel program. We we ran across them in one of our tournaments last year. Um, but as far as Little League goes, they don't have an officially sanctioned Little League program. Okay. So you might get Sus- kids from Sussex coming to play for you guys. Uh, one League. of the best kids I ever coached was from Sussex. Really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. He, um, he was on their travel program and then wanted to just play a more low-key, play Little League, and he he was unbelievable. That that kid got reached base thirty two straight at plate appearances for me one that year. Sounds like me in the church softball league. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally look. Yeah, you know I'm kidding. There, there's no doubt. Hey, when um when kids come and I, and I read this on your on your website, um, can you talk about the new player evaluation that you guys do and how that's conducted? Uh, little league wise. Sure. So, well, why don't you take that one? Well, for every kid in our program is rated. So the kids I coached last year at the end of the season, I gave them a rating 1 to 10 in various categories, and then they get an overall rating. Okay. So what we try to do is set the draft up so that every team is theoretically even on draft day. So those new players that come into our league, like say a kid from Northwest Milwaukee comes in and he's never played in our league before, it's it's a 15 20 minute evaluation where they play catch if they can throw if they can pitch we'll have them pitch a little bit and then we have them hit off a tee a couple times just so we can evaluate them and compare apples to apples and, and so you know if they've played or not if they're yeah and that 15 minutes you can tell a lot on on a kid especially at that age oh absolutely, absolutely. Do, do do kids get redrafted every year so if you, I would assume that that's got to be a nightmare sometimes because parents, kids get to form friendships. They're with their little buddy Johnny one year, and the next year they're not. Um, do you have to answer a lot of questions for that? It it get as the kids get older, it gets better because the parents understand that this is what happens every year. That your son's going to be on it with a different group of kids right every year. And on but, the t-ball side, we we kind of cater to that right we're, we're not trying to split up neighborhoods or families or anything sure. like that we want the kids to have fun so um you know at, at that age by all means we we kind of allow some of that to happen for sure where do you get your coaches from and are they paid literally wise uh you know it, it's volunteers mainly dads okay um Really the same way on the Aces as well. We do not pay our coaches. We have not uh, had to pay our coaches. And uh, I know there's a huge aura about daddy ball and, and things of that nature. We don't have that issue either. We have an application process, an interview process, um, and then we monitor really their lineups and their usage of their kids. So if we start to see you know, little Johnny getting a whole bunch of pitching appearances when there's not really a reason for little Johnny, then we have a nice discussion with the coach and, and, and things straighten out. W- would you maybe put quotations up around nice or maybe the first one is nice. The second one is we need to, and we need to figure this out. I found that I find that one of the more difficult things in, in, in baseball um, or in any sport for that matter with the parents uh, 
parents coaching and um, if they're I, I coached my son and and the, the the players on the AU team the the other dads would say you need to play your son more and so I went the other way and um, I but you see it a lot where where guys put teams together so their kid gets you know as many shots or pitches as much as 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 they can uh, guys let's get your break in fact how do you how do you handle that if you've got a parent issue I'm um, not a coach but a parent issue. How do you handle that? Uh, directly. <laughs> you, you just talk directly to them? And- yeah. It starts because at, at the beginning of the year, we kind of give them a level of expectation. Like, you know, you're not going to be on umpires. Uh, we're not going to be like that. We're not going to be that program. Right. And we've seen other programs do that and, and get parents kicked out and coaches kicked out, and that's not the way that we play. So we set that expectation at the beginning. We'll talk during the break, and you'll tell me what some – I've got an idea on some of those programs and I, and that I keep hearing about from other people. And um, I think they the, – the problem is, is once you get that label of being a program that lets parents get all over umpires and parents get kicked out – it's hard to get 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 take care of that label because it sticks with you for a long time. So good for you guys to understand that, address it, and not run from it. Don't forget, uh, December 15th, if uh, you want to talk more or find out more about Menominee Falls Little League, go to fallslittleleague.org, fallslittleleague.org. December 15th through uh, February 28th is their online registration. There are phone numbers if you have questions for these guys. Um, if you want your son or daughter, especially at that early age, to play in the Falls Little League, December 15th through February 28th is their registration. I would highly recommend you go to their website. A lot of information on their website. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. They told me, Uh, welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan and Mike McGivern. We're talking about Nominee Falls Little League. Hey, guys, before we get too too much into this segment, um, and, and I really appreciate you guys coming in. Aaron, you had sent me a link um, regarding the technology award that you guys had won uh, from ABCA Diamond um, Technology, is that correct? Yeah, Diamond Kinetics Technology. We use that exclusively uh, right now within our facility to uh, help us really fine-tune our development with our hitters and our pitchers. So the, you guys won um, either $1,000 or $2,000 credit towards some of their products. What do you guys utilize that for? And and is it just you're, you're taping the pitchers, taping the hitters, or, or what do you do? And, and then you utilize what they – the, the the website or how does that work? Sure, let me run you through that. Yeah, I do because so, I have no clue. That's <laughs> all right. A lot of people don't. That's that's what we we do is we bridge the gap from traditional training to the more modern uh, style of training. And Diamond Connects is a huge part of that for our program. They have a swing tracker uh, device that goes on the end of the barrel of the bat. Uh, we take a whole bunch of metric readings from there. We use the particular ones that we feel add value. And then we individualize training programs for our kids based off of that uh, information. And so, you know, the results um, between two years where a couple of kids that were batting under 200 in tournament play during our first year both batted over 500. In fact, one was batting over 600 um, last year just by 
being able to use the technology, find really the, the small details that your eye can't pick up to be able to help them and then put that individual training plan together for those kids. Wow, that's awesome. Hey, um, could we ask Luke to, to come up to that third microphone, please? I got a quick question for him. Put that headset on. Hey, as we do this and we get him set, um, let's talk a little bit about some of the people that make Menominee Falls Little League run. Um, and I know, Larry, that we had talked during the break. You guys have a great board. Can we talk a little bit about those guys? Sure. Our our general board is about 30 people, but our executive board is about five or six people. Um, Sean Patterson's our president. He's been there about a year in that role now, okay. and he's done a great job of increasing and improving the communication with our families and our stakeholders, such as sponsors and volunteers. And then we have Kristen Lauer, who's a workhorse for us. She's our league secretary, but she's the one who makes the ship go. We should have had her here. Next time we get together, bring her. Absolutely. You know what? That's the, that's the person, and everybody has one. Everybody has one that is kind of the go-to person, wears a ton of hats, that I love asking the question, what keeps you up at night? Because... You know what, depending on the week or the day, there's something different that keeps her up. You know, you might, what keep you up at night is maybe, who am I going to throw tomorrow in the big game? Hers is like 15 different things other than than that. So we certainly thank her for her time and sweat equity into this. Right. And our new treasurer is Billy Brower. She replaces Jackie Zimmerman, who was with us for several years, and she was amazing. And she's she's handing that off to Billy now, so I think she, Billy's going to do a great job. Hard to lose good people, though. It is. It's really hard. Yeah. Jackie was invaluable as our treasurer. Why is she why is she stepping down too much time? Jackie, yeah. if you're listening, they'd like you to stay on just like part time. Oh, just she stay knows. Part-time. She knows we want her to stay. <laughs> That's awesome. And then we have Monica Watry, who's the new coordinator of our softball program. So she's my equivalent for softball. And, you know, they've really done a nice job over the last few months to really increase the um softball program hey uh young luke what's your mom's name uh you know oh hold on hold on let me get uh let me get your microphone on here got to get somebody in from the other side of the glass let's get your microphone turned on if we can uh there you go luke what's your mom's name so your mom's name is jenny you know i got a text message from a buddy of mine who knows your mom who said she's like literally crying because you're doing so good on the radio isn't that awesome yeah. She's very proud of you. She's really proud of you. And the fact that you're going to hug her this weekend and say thank you for getting to me to, to all my sporting events is going to really make her day. So you do that, all right? All right. And she also said you need to you need to study for some history tests or something. No, I don't know. She didn't really say that, <laughs> but she wants you to do. She wants to do a little better in school. Maybe you get all A's. Yeah. Oh, I guess we can't do. We can't pull that one on him, can we? You got to. Do you have a dog? No. Okay, you can't say walk the dog. Take the garbage out more. That's what she said. You got to help out at home and do the dishes, take the garbage out. That's what Jenny said. She didn't say any of that. She's really proud of you. And you did a really nice job on the show today. You're invited anytime back. You and Caden both can come back anytime you guys want. All right, I'm really proud of you guys. Hey, last minute. We have to tell you again, um, if you want to register for Menominee Falls, you don't have to live in Menominee Falls. You can play. You can be in Northwest Milwaukee, and it's close. You guys have great facilities, a new indoor facility, a lot of good things going on with Menominee Falls Little League. And the fact that you're working with uh, raising the stakes, man, there you go. You can't get better than that. So, Tony Rush, thanks for working with these guys. 
uh, December 15th through February 28th. You can register. Aaron, Larry, thanks a lot. Aaron, thanks for setting this thing up. I, I really appreciate uh, your work and all the stuff you do there. What do you do for a living, by the way? I'm the facilities director for JX Enterprises. We have uh, 25 truck dealerships throughout the Midwest. Ah, business good? Oh, yeah, real good. That's great. Well, good. Guys, Merry Christmas. Thanks to, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us, Mike. You bet. Again, thanks, Mike. Their, their uh, website, fallslittlely.org. Fallslittlely.org. Go to their website. Register February or December 15th through February 28th. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan.